Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. And so this week, uh, so before I continue and sort of go into what this episode will be about, I am currently not recording in my usual setup. Uh, uh, that is currently indisposed, so I haven't got this all set up yet properly. So apologies in advance for the audio quality because... I just don't have my setup. It's I, uh, where I, the room I usually record in is being used at the moment, but hopefully that won't be for too long. And so then we can get, you know, next week's review of the year episode will be out in the proper setup. So this week I'm doing something a little different. I'm going to do something I'm going to do uh, probably for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to be doing an episode. A weekly sort of update. Well, not weekly. Um, basically, episodes covering major awards nominations for film. So, essentially, I'm going to be cut to, uh, throughout the next few months, I'll be doing Oscar nominations, uh, BAFTA nominations, Golden Globe nominations, SAG nominations, and Critics' Choice nominations. And my sort of opinions on those... So this week, and then so that's what this week's episode is. I did have another episode planned, as I said last week, but that has been subsequently delayed. So this is going to be this week's episode. Usually, what I'll do with this, I'll usually upload these kinds of episodes like the day or a couple of days after the nominations, because it'll be fresh and it'll just happen. I can have my thoughts, sort of my like instant reactions. So these Golden Globe. So this week I'll be talking about the Golden Globe nominations and the Critics' Choice nominations, which happen on the same day. So I'm not going to cover go through every category because there's way too many to go through. So I will just do the main ones. I'll do like the best best picture slash best film, the acting categories, director, screenplay categories, animated pic feature, and foreign language film. All the other categories I won't really go through that much because. Doesn't matter, and I might even do episodes with my sort of thoughts on the Oscar, on the various award shows, on what I think won, and sort of the future that could hold for other award shows. So I'm going to sort of work from the bottom. So I'm going to start with the Golden Globe nominations, and then I'll do the Critics' Choice afterwards. So, but the Golden Globes, I'll just be doing best motion picture motion picture drama, best motion picture, musical musical or comedy, best director, uh, the acting categories, animated feature, and foreign language films. So I'm going to sort of start from the bottom, as it were, and work my way upwards. So best animated, so best foreign language film, actually, is the is of these categories one I'm least familiar with. So the, the five nominees were Compartment Number 6, Drive My Car, The Hand of God, A Hero, and Parallel Mothers. Now, I'm not really familiar with many of the Parallel Mothers I am familiar with. I'm very much aware it's a, um, it's got Penelope Cruz in it, and it's about, like, two uh, mothers who, what, they both are pregnant, like, two single women who get pregnant at the same time, so one sort of use, is sort of, is, like, sort of prepared and sort of ready to deal with this, and the other one is not, and they sort of form a bond, and Penelope Cruz is the lead in it, and she is a big push for Best Actress at the Oscars. And it's apparently very good. I have not seen it, unfortunately. Some of these films I have not seen, so I can't get my sort of opinions on them. But it sounds like a very good film. And uh, uh, when I do see it, I will talk about it. Hopefully I can see it. 
I'm not really, and Drive My Car, I'm not really too familiar with it. I just know that it's like a big front runner and it's like three hours long or so. That, that's all I know. I'm not too familiar with foreign language films because here in Australia, we don't really get many foreign language films released in like theaters. We get big, and I don't usually know about many foreign films anyway, unless I hear some reviewers talking about them. So I do like to watch films and I do want to watch more, but I it, it it's you know it's just hard to sort of find out on them because it's it's hard to sort of know about every film coming out. So yeah, uh, best animated feature. I'm a lot more familiar with this category. So the nominees were Encanto, Flea, Luca, My Sunny Mad, Mod, and Ryan the Last Dragon. So My Sunny Mod was a surprising nomination. I was doing a sort of reaction with a bunch with a bunch of other people and. When that film was in, was nominated, we had no idea what they said because of for the Golden Globe nominations. They sort of the way they were pronouncing some because they assumed you're presenting the awards or the nominations and uh, he mispronounced the tons and it was very hard to be like, what was that? So I have not seen I, of these. I've seen Luca and Brian the Lost Dragon. Luca is the better of the two films. I have not seen Encanto. And I probably won't watch it in theaters. I'll probably just wait for it to come onto Disney Plus on December twenty fourth because I'm not too bothered about seeing it in a cinema. I know I'm aware it's good, but I'm I'm not that interested to go see it in a cinema right now. There's there's other stuff showing right now that I'd rather go see, and I will go see. And Encanto is just not a thing for me to watch. I have heard it's very good though, and I will definitely and um I will definitely talk about it. In my what I watched this month for December edition, I probably won't talk about it in my review of the year episode, which will be going out on the twenty seventh, and I'll go more into detail of stuff for that episode. So, and then, um, Ryan the Last Dragon was fine. I rather liked Luca, but my personal opinion, there were two better animated films that have come out this year, and they are the two South Park movies that were released on Paramount Plus. In November and uh, a few days ago when I'm recording this in December. I thought they were fantastic, some of the best of South, like really great South Park stuff, uh, but they won't get in because they just won't, which is disappointing because they are really good. And Flea is the main one of these that I want to see that I haven't seen. I've heard it's a, it's a fantastic film, and it is like a film that did get nominated for like Best Picture, Best Documentary, Best Animated Feature, and Best Foreign Language Film. Like that would be mental if it somehow got those four nominations. I doubt it will. I'm pretty sure it has been submitted to the Oscars, so it is eligible for documentary, or for foreign language film, and for animated feature, and for documentary. It could get in in three of those, which would be very great to see. Uh, from from what I'm aware of it, it's about like a guy who's it's like about it's like a relationship between like two gut men. I think it's like an LGBT thing. I don't and I haven't seen, but I've heard it's very very good. It's got like a ninety eight percent of what one and it's got like a very high score on things like IMDb and Letterboxd and all these places. And I definitely would love to see it because it seems very good. Uh, then we've got. Best screenplay. So I'm doing this on the way they do it on the um, Golden Globe site. So next is best screenplay, and so they put screenplay together. So they've got best adapted and original screenplay together. So the nominees were Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, 
Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Adam McKay, Don't Look Up, and Aaron Sorkin, Being the Ricardos. Of these, I've seen Belfast and Power of the Dog. I think, I thought Belfast was a decent movie. I didn't think the screenplay was anything spectacular. And Power of the Dog was, I, I rather liked. Uh, the screenplay was good, but I definitely don't think it's the best one. And in fact, I've got, um, at the end of the year, some personal awards at the end of the year, so like film awards. So, sort of like my favorite films of the year, my favorite performances of the year, etc. I mean, I would personally put a few other films above it. I think Tick, Tick, Boom should have been nominated. I think Tick, Tick, Boom is a fantastic film, and I, will, and I uh, covered it in my last What I Watched this month, so go check that out for my opinion on that film. Adam McKay, Don't Look Up, a very interesting choice considering the film has been sort of, not panned, but it's very much like a lot of people don't really like it. A lot of people are just like, meh. I mean, it's like, it's, it's very sort of like beating you over the head with the message. So for those who are unaware, Don't Look Up is basically, it's a, an allegory for global warming. Essentially, there's like a media coming to Earth, and Leo DiCaprio, who's the main guy in it, is talking, is trying to convince these people, hey, this media's going to crash into Earth, it's going to kill everybody, we need to do something, and they're just like ignoring him because he's crazy and they just don't want to believe the science. And I have not seen it. I have a friend who has seen it because they got, because it's been showing in theaters, so they have seen it. So they will cover that. They will talk their opinions on it in the review of the year episode next week. So, yeah. And Aaron Sorkin for being the Ricardos. At the time of recording, that film has not been released yet, so I've not been I've not been able to see it. It comes out on the twenty first, so I won't be able to see it in time for my recording for the review of the year unless I delay it, which I actually can't because. Just because of how time management works, I can't actually delay it. Unfortunately, like the like the the latest I can record my review of the year episode will be on the twentieth of December. I'm giving you guys a look behind the curtain, as it were. So that's why there's a, there'll be a ton of stuff that isn't released and I have not seen in preparation, just because I don't have time to see it. But screenplay uh pre and I have not seen Licorice Pizza, but that comes out here on the twenty sixth. So I will hopefully see it. Hopefully. Again, the best director, Kenneth Branagh, Power of the... Not... What is... No. Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Lost Daughter, the biggest surprise here, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, and Denny Villeneuve, Dune. Again, I've only seen Belfast and Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog is definitely a better film. I have not seen The Lost Daughter that comes out on Netflix on the 31st. Of December, West Side Story doesn't come out here till the 26th, and Dune, I have not gotten the chance to see it, but I would like to see Dune, and I will see West Side Story, because West Side Story right now is going to be a major frontrunner for the Oscars, it's going to be a big player in all the major award ceremonies, because it's West Side Story, and it's Steven Spielberg, and Dune is also going to be a big, big player. Uh, I was pretty much expecting that list, I, was, I think I had Paul Thomas Anderson... So I got four out of five. I had Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, but instead we got the surprise of Maggie Gyllenhaal making her directorial debut for The Lost Daughter, which again is apparently a very, very good film that I have not yet seen. So, I, you know, I don't have like the most. Um, I can't give my. Some of the stuff I can't give my opinions on because I haven't seen it. 
But some of the, like, some of these films and some of my opinions on certain films, I can sort of give my opinions on based on what I expected to happen, just based on the awards stuff. Then we've got the supporting categories, supporting actors, supporting actors. For supporting actors, we have Katrina Belfast, Ariana DuBose for West Side Story, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, Anjanou Ellis in King Richard, and Ruth Nega in Passing. So, I've seen three of these films, Belfast, Power of the Dog, and King Richard. I think of those, Anjanou Ellis is the best one. The three, but it's probably going to go to Ariana DuBose in West Side Story, because everyone is raving about her performance. She's probably very good in the film. And I've not seen West Side Story, and I will see it for the purposes of my Oscars thing, because uh, every year for the future I will be doing an Oscars episode covering the Best Picture nominees. So I will be doing that in, like, March next year. So that will be fun. And I've not seen Parson. I did mean to see Parson before the end of November, and time just, like, got away from me, and I have not seen Parson. I've heard she is good in it. I've heard the movie is good, and I would like to see it. I just missed out on seeing it. I just didn't have time to see it. But supporting actress, pretty much what I had predicted. Well, Ruth Nagel was the only sort of, like, oh, could she get in? She was, like, the big, like... Is it her or could it be someone else? Yeah, maybe, maybe the I, I don't remember her name. In Licorice Pizza. I think that, yeah, there's a second supporting female performance in that film. Then, supporting actor, we had Ben Affleck in The Tender Bar, which was a super weird nomination. I, I was completely unaware of this film. I had no idea it was coming out. I was there was just nothing. I didn't even know about it until his nomination, so it was very, very weird. I had four out of five again. I was thinking that Jared Leto would get nominated, but he did not. So, I mean, that's good. A lot of people were dreading Jared Leto getting nominated. He's Jared Leto, and people don't like Jared Leto. He's, he's a, he's, I don't think he's a good actor, and he seems like a bit of a dick. So, yeah. Then we had Jamie Dornan in Belfast, Kieran Holmes in Belfast, Troy Kotzer in Coda, and Cody Smith McPhee in The Power of the Dog. I've not seen Coda. I will try and watch Coda f- before I do the review of the year, because it's been a film I've been meaning to watch for a while. And so I'll just have to see. Uh, of the ones I've seen, I think Cody Smith McPhee was the best one, but I will say Kieran Hines was also rather good in it. And I would not be surprised if he was to win the Globe and eventually the Oscar, because I thought he was going to win as well. Then, the acting categories, they split those up into two. So they've got, like, drama, and then they've got comedy slash musical. So for actress, you've got, uh, in a musical, comedy, Marion Cotillard for Annette, Alana Hines and Trish Pizza, Jennifer Lewis, Don't Look Up, Emma Stone, Cruella, and Rachel Zegler, West Side Story. I can see any of these. I've not seen any of these films or any of these performances, so I really don't have anything to say. I think that was pretty much what I was predicting. I was a, I was a bit surprised to see Emma Stone get in as in Corolla, but to be fair, they didn't have a lot of choices. Uh, I thought these were all good, though, except Jennifer Lawrence and Don't Look Up, because people don't like that movie. 
But, you know, I haven't seen any of them, so I can't really give my opinion. In fact, we've got Leonardo DiCaprio in Dark Knight Up, Peter Dinklage in Cyrano, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Cooper Hoffman in Licorice Pizza, and Anthony Ramos in The Heights. I've only seen Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. As I mentioned before, I think that's one of the best films of the year. I think Andrew Garfield is my favorite leading performance of the year. And he should probably, he should definitely win this and he should probably win the Oscar. I don't think he will. I'll get on to who I think will very shortly. But, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Dirt Mill Club, it's fair enough. That was a, a thing that, you know, was a big prediction. You know, it's Leo DiCaprio. He gets nominated every year. You know, Peter Dinklage and Serena, I've not seen Serena, I've heard he's quite good in it, so I'll definitely have to check out that. Cooper Hoffman and Licorice Pizza, again, talk about Licorice Pizza, I will watch it. It seems very good, because it's Paul Thomas Anthony. And Anthony Ramos, In the Heights. I did not see In the Heights when it came out, so I'll have to watch that before the end of the year. But I think it will be fair to say that I might like it, but I also might not. Who knows? Then, for Best Performance in a Motion Picture Drama, we've got Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter, Lady Gaga, or Lady Gaga, as I call her now, in House of Gucci, Nicole Kimmin being The Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. I've only seen Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and I think she should probably win, but I will watch Spencer either tonight or tomorrow, because she's playing Princess Diana, and she's going to be a big front win this whole thing. Well, yeah, The Lost Daughter, I thought that for House of Gucci, I thought was going to be a big front one. I could get even, even get into picture. It has not been well received. People are not liking it, so I think its chances are pretty much dashed. And Nicole Kidman is for sure getting in for the Oscar because she's playing Lucille Ball. And the Oscars like that when actors play with real people. But of these Justine was great in it, and I would not be upset to see her win. Best performance in a motion drama, but Mahershala Ali and Swan Song. The only real surprise here. The other four nominees were like, yeah, they're going to get in. Mahershala Ali was a surprise in Swan Song, which came out a couple days ago. And I, and I want to watch it because I've heard it's good. It's got Mahershala Ali and Glenn Close and all these people in it. So I'll definitely have to check it out. So I can give my opinion on it. And Javier Bardem being the Ricardos figured he was going to get nominated because he's Javier Bardem and he's in being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman. So, you know, he's probably going to get nominated too. Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Will Smith and King Richard, and Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. So. Of those two, I've seen Benedict, I've seen The Power of Dog and King Richard. Will Smith is definitely the better performance, but I think ben, they're two very different performances. I think Benedict Cumberbatch's performance is very much, it's a lot more serious and a lot more sort of more, it, like it's, because they're two different kinds of movies, like King Richard is like a feel-good, make-you-happy kind of film, and Power of the Dog is very much the opposite of that. But of those two movies, Will Smith is the better the two performances, but I think Andrew Garfield is better than both of them and should win the Oscar, but I don't think he will. But who knows? I guess we'll see. 
Then uh, we've got Best Motion Picture, Musical, Comedy, Cyrano, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, Tick Tick Boom, and West Side Story. I've pretty much gone through my sort of opinions on all those films, all the ones I have seen. And they are all pretty, I mean, they're all well-liked except Don't Look Up. The rest of them are all pretty well-respected and loved by audiences and critics alike. Then what much of those I've just seen, which I think is fantastic and should win. But and actually, after I've gone through the best motion picture drama, I'll give you my predictions for every category. Then from best motion picture drama, we've got Belfast, Coda, Dune, King Richard, and Power of the Dog. King Richard is the best one of those of those four. I will try and watch Coda, yeah, tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow, and Dune. I will try and watch in the next few days because I am aware it's a very, very good film that people like. You know, a lot of people like it. It's like on the IMDb Top 250. It's getting, you know, just rave reviews from everyone. It's getting, it's going to get so many Oscar nominations and a ton of wins too. I, I would not be shocked to see, like I genuinely would be shocked if Dune didn't win any Oscars. It will win at like a, a handful Oscars. So I'm just going to go through my predictions for all the Golden categories for the films. So best motion picture drama, I'm, it's between Belfast and Power of the Dog. I think Power of the Dog might be the one they go for. It's between Belfast and Power of the Dog, but I think Power of the Dog might have, has a slight edge. I think Belfast might be losing a bit of steam. And I just think Power of the Dog, although Belfast is very much the crowd place that everyone's going to like. So I'm not entirely sure. I'm gonna go Power of the Dog, but I would not be surprised to see Belfast win it. Then best motion, best motion picture, musical, or comedy. It's gonna be West Side Story. It's probably the closest to winning for best picture of these nominees, and it just seems like the film that they would go for. Now onto performances. Uh, best performance in a motion picture by an actor in a drama is gonna be Will Smith for King Richard. Because he has yet to win an Oscar, and like this is his year. He he had a show, he's had a show on Disney Plus recently. He just released a book. He's you know he's doing all these things, and I just seems like this is the campaign to push him to win. And for best pro- and best and for best actress, it's gonna I think it's gonna go to Kristen Stewart because she's playing Princess Diana, but Jessica Chastain could maybe get in. But I find that but that is I don't know how likely that. Um, best performance in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. The best actor, I'm going to go Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. Of the nominees, he's the closest, I feel, to win for best actor at the Oscars. And he is also the, um, and yeah, he's just the closest. And I think of the, and he's probably the best one too. And for best performance in a motion picture musical or comedy, I'm not entirely sure. I think it's going to be between Alana Haim and Licorice Pizza and Rachel Zegler and West Side Story. But I'm going to go with Rachel Zegler and West Side Story. That's the bigger, that's the bigger film, and that's the one I feel like is going to get more awards recognition. So I'm going to go with Rachel Zegler. Supporting actor... I'm gonna go Cody Smith McPhee because I think it powered the dog. It, it, it's really much. It's I think it's between Cody Smith McPhee and the two, and Jamie and the two nominees for Belfast, Jamie Dornan and Kieran Hines. I'm gonna go Cody Smith McPhee because I've got 
uh, the award-winning pitch, and I feel like it has to win one of the acting categories. I think, and Cody's, and I don't think there's going to be two from the so, and, I, and it's not going to be better than Cumberbatch. So I'm going Cody Smith and Fee, but Jamie Dornan or Kieran Hines for Belfast could also win. And for supporting actors, I've got Ariana DuBose for West Side Story. She's the big front runner right now. She's getting a lot of hype, a lot of love, and I think this, and she's going to get the win for West Side Story. Best director, I'm going to go Jane Campion because picture and director usually line up. Or, and because I don't think, I, I think because it's her and Kenneth Branagh, the two front runners, and I think Jane Campion is going to win because I've got Power of the Dog winning drama. And I don't see Spielberg winning for West Side Story. Then for best screenplay, I'm going to go where see this is the the question because because both both Belfast and Power of the Dog are nominees and they are the two front runners to win. However however the Golden Globes really, really love Aaron Sorkin. I mean I I'm a big fan of Ryan Sorkin too. I think he is a phenomenal writer. And I think he's a pretty solid director as well. And he has won three times previously for the social network, Steve Jobs, which is a weird choice, and the Child of Chicago Sense. I'm going to go Aaron Sorkin for being on the cover, just because of their love for Sorkin's work. I don't know if that's what they will do, but I'm going to go with it, because I think that's probably going to be what they go for. And I don't know if I'm, I don't think they'll have a lot of ground on the Oscars, because I'm not even sure he'll get nominated there. But at the current time, I am going to go with and Sorkin being the Ricardos. Uh, best original score is going to be Hans Zimmer for Dune. Everyone's raving about the score, and I would, and I would be surprised if he didn't win. We've got No Time to Die for No Time to Die. The last two Bond films have won Best Original Song at the Oscars, and I would, and I think it would just. Would be surprised if they didn't do it for the three beat, especially since it's done by the Billie Eilish. Everyone likes Billie Eilish. Best animated feature, I'm gonna go with Luca, but I think there's a very good chance Encanto could upset. I've got, I think Luca's like just slightly ahead, but not by much. I think Encanto could still win. And I actually do want to make a point actually. The best animated feature, I didn't put Flea in my uh, predictions for nominees. Because I just thought it wasn't eligible because it's like a documentary feature. So and also, no Mitchell vs. the Machines nom- nominee either, which is very surprising. But I'm going to go Luca and Kanto is a very good shot of getting a no- nominated, winning rather. And for best foreign language film, I'm going to go Parallel Mothers. I don't know why. I'm not too familiar with this category, but I feel like it's the one that they could do. And I'm going to just quickly touch on the Critics' Choice Awards. I've talked about pretty much all these films already, so I'm not going to go on forever. So, uh, foreign language film. 
I'm pretty sure it's drive my car, flee, the hand of God, a hero, and the worst person in the world. I, I talked about a few of these already. Uh, drive my car, flee my... I think I talked about three of these already. I, I don't know much about a hero, so I can't really talk about it. And the worst person in the world I've heard is a very good film. That should probably win. But... So actually, I'm just going to do it like this now. I'm just going to go through the nominees and then just pick the winner. So I'm going to go with The Worst Person in the World because it's a very critically acclaimed film that's getting a lot of love from people. And I think that's what it's, they're going to go for. And in the Christian, they've got Best Comedy, so they've got Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. I have not seen that. I'm not even really aware of what it is, so I'm not going to get my pin up. Uh, Don't Look Up, which I thought about Free Guy. I watched that recently. thought it was an enjoyable film, but it's 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 fine. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a decent film. The French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson film, uh, apparently very good. I've not seen it. I will try and watch that very soon. And Licorice Pizza, which I talked about. I'm going to go with Licorice Pizza on that one. It just seems to be the one that, ever, that everyone likes, that all the critics are going to love, and it just makes sense to be the one they go for. Most animated feature, but Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. Machines, and Ryan Last Dragon. So, I'm gonna go Luca on this one. Although, again, it could be Encanto. Mitchells vs. Machines, I've not seen, but it's very good. I doubt I'm getting the Oscars because they don't really like the people who make those films because it's Chris Miller and Phil Lord who didn't get into stuff like the Lego movie and that kind of stuff, which is insane. Like, the movie was never nominated for best animated picture. I'm going to go Luca, but Encanto has a very good shot of getting in and, you know, winning. And I'm just going to, I'm going to run through, um, uh, there's, too, there's, there's too many categories to go through all of them. I might just go through the categories, pick my winner. So best make, hair and makeup, I'm going to go Dune, because I just think that's going to win pretty much most of them. Best visual effects, Dune. Best score will be Dune. Best song, Time to Die. Best production design. I'm gonna go Dune, but it could be the French Dispatch. Best costume design is probably gonna be Dune, but could be any of the other nominees, to be honest. The other nominees being Cruella and Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, and House of Gucci. Best editing, I'm gonna go Power of the Dog, because that's the that I like the best editor. I'm not entirely sure about this one. It could be Dune, but I'm gonna go Power. Cinematography probably will be Dune, but it could be Tragedy of Macbeth or Belfast or Power of the Dog or Nightmare Alley. Or it could be any of them. But Tragedy of Macbeth and Belfast are both in, both in black and white, which could really do something for the film. Best adapted screenplay Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Lost Daughter, Sean Hader, Coyote. Tony Kushner, West Side Story, Eric Roth, John Spates, and Denis Villeneuve, Dune. I'm going to go Jen Campion, Power of the Dog. And the original screenplay is going to be Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Both these two films are in separate categories, so they're not competing against each other. So since they are the two frontrunners, I have a feeling they will both win. The original screenplay was got Paul Thomas Anderson, Lakers Pizza, Zach Malin, King Richard, Adam McKay, David Sirota, Don't Look Up, and Ansel being the Ricardos. Then we've got Best Acting Ensemble, Belfast, Don't Look Up, The Harder They Fall, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, 
West Side Story. I'm going to go with The Power of the Dog, but it could be Nightmare Cop or maybe even West Side Story. Jesse Young, the Slash Animals, Jude Hill, in Belfast, Cooper Hoffman, Licorice Pizza, Amelia Jones, Coda, Woody Norman, Come On, Come On, Senia, Sydney, King Richard, and Rachel Zegler, West Side Story. I'm gonna go Cooper Hoffman because it's in, because Licorice Pizza, and the critics love Licorice Pizza, and I'd be surprised if they didn't give it to him. I've got West Supporting Actress, got Katrina Bell in Belfast, and in those West Side Story, and Dowd in Mass. Mass has been a tragic tale this award season. A, a film that pretty much everyone I know who has seen it is talk talks about how um, masterful of a film it is and how it should be winning every award and is is not getting in anywhere because just people aren't seeing it. That sucks. And I haven't seen it either, but I would love to see it because it seems like one probably will be in my top ten of the year. Yeah, and that and that's Kirsten Dodd's part of the dog, Andrew New Ellis, King Richard, and Rita Moreno, West Side Story. I am a divorce. I'm just gonna I think probably I'm gonna stick with most of these because I'm pretty similar. The supporting actor, Jamie Dorn in Belfast, Kieran Hines, Belfast, Troy Kotzer and Coda, Jared Lefanas, Pucci, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos and Cody Smith McPhee. I'm gonna go Cody Smith McPhee because I think like there's a there's also a good chance Jamie Dorn and Kieran Hines could split the vote. And so maybe that's why they want him because he will be too split either side on who to vote for. Best actress. Jessica Chastain, the Isaac Confet, Olivia Common, Lost Daughter, Lady Gaga, Has Fishy, Alana Hyam, Licorice Pizza, Nicole Kim and Bean Ricardo, and Kristen Stewart Spencer. I'm gonna stick with Kristen Stewart with a possible upset from Jessica Chastain. I don't even think Alana Hyam getting introduced into this group is gonna change anything. It's Chastain or Stewart. Best actor. Nicholas Cage and Pick. I was super happy with this because I love Nicolas Cage, and he's one of my all-time, all-time favorite actors. He's um, he's just brilliant in everything, and I love to see him get the Oscar nomination. Though I don't think it can happen at this point, but I could be wrong. If he said get in, I get Cumberbatch, Harvey Dog, Peter Dinklage, Serena, Andrew Garfield, Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington, and the Tragedy of Macbeth. Will Smith is going to win this, as I already said, but I would love if Andrew Garfield won. And move on to the final two categories, Best Director and Best Picture. Paul Thomas Anderson, The Chris Pizza, Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Guillermo del Toro, Night Morale, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, Denis Villeneuve, Dune. Night Morale is the new del Toro film that has come out. A lot of people are loving it. It's getting a lot of rave reviews. And I think it's a very big frontrunner for Picture. I don't know if it's a frontrunner for Picture. It's definitely a big frontrunner to get nominated and get in for Picture. With Jane Cabin and that's going to be the same with Best Picture, I'm going to go with The Power of the Delta Picture. But the, the other nominees for Best Picture are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Crush Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tick Tick Boom, and West Side Story. Those are the nominations. Don't Look Up is a real surprising one. I mean, Nightmare Alley is a bit strange too, but like, because it's 10 nominees, they kind of have to get 10. They have to kind of go a little outside the box, but Don't Look Up. I would have thought maybe House of Gucci or Jewel, maybe, you know, I don't know, Titan, I don't know, something like that. But 
yeah, that is my sort of opinion on the Critics' Choice nominations and the Golden Globe nominations. There's a lot of rambling, a lot of going on about stuff that doesn't really matter. But uh, thank you all for joining me here for this week's episode. And so next week's going to be the final episode of the year. It will be the review of the year episode. So I thank you all for listening to this episode, and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.